Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Good News Podcast. Last week we started our conversation on the assurance of salvation. We looked at um, a few texts in the Bible. We looked at um, 2 Timothy chapter 3 where we saw that salvation is through faith which is in christ jesus we also looked at a few definition a few definitions of words we looked at the word save that is the greek word sozo and we looked at a few places where that word was used in the bible okay we saw um we saw an example when jesus and his disciples were on a boat and a strong storm came and he was asleep they called on him to save them so they don't perish we also saw an example when um, the woman that had an issue of blood that had a, uh, that had a sickness that that lasted 12 years where the woman touched his garment and she was healed and jesus told her that her faith had made her whole that word made her whole that um, phrase made her whole was the same greek word sozo so one thing we observed from looking at that word and the different places and contexts it was used in the scripture was that whenever that word or wherever that word was used there was an imminent danger there was an imminent danger so this week we would go further in that study or in that conversation and uh yeah and see how far we go so we looked at matthew chapter 1 verse 21 last week and uh it says that he shall save his people from their sins he shall save his people from their sins that's that word save is still the same greek word sozo sozo uh, he shall save his people from their sins okay now the word sins there is from the um the root word in greek um hamatano hamatano the word sins is hamatia okay which means offense but it's from the root word in the greek hamatano which is h-a-m-a-r-t-a-n-o now the word hamatano means to miss a mark to miss a mark to miss a mark to fall short of something you know to fall short of a certain standard to miss a certain mark okay so when um when when the book of matthew says that he shall save his people from their sins it's worth examining um in detail what exactly does that mean okay in matthew chapter 9 verse 10 to 13 um, jesus referred to the sinner that someone who has missed a mark referred to the sinner as being sick and in need of a physician the scripture is matthew chapter 9 verse 10 to 13 and for want of time we won't be um reading out uh the scriptural text we'll just uh give a reference so that we can look at it later during our private times okay so what matthew chapter 9 verse 10 to 13 signifies is that um the sinner isn't whole there is something that is missing okay he missed a mark he has fallen short of a certain standard and jesus referred to that situation that state as being sick and being in need of a physician okay so what that tells us is that man in his sin in his state of sin is in lack 
okay man in his state of sin is in lack is lacking something okay the scriptures in various places will refer to sin as being sick or being blind as we as we can see in matthew chapter 23 or as falling short of glory as we can see in romans chapter 3 verse 23 okay etc etc so this sickness or blindness or fall from glory would be what would be that man in his state of sin is separated from god okay there's a separation between man and god which happened as a result of sin if we look at genesis chapter 2 verse 17 when god told man that the day you shall eat of this fruit you shall die now we could see that physically man went on to the man he was speaking to went on to live for hundreds of years after that so the death he was talking about there was that the day you shall do this there will be a separation between me and you there will be a separation between me and you so that was what god was telling man in genesis chapter 2 verse 17 okay so now man in that state of sin okay is being referred to as being sick he's being referred to as being blind is being referred to as falling short of glory okay falling short of glory being below a certain standard missing a set missing a mark okay missing a mark okay if we look at first peter chapter 2 i'm going to read this one chapter 2 verse 21 to 25 it says for even hereunto were ye called because christ also suffered for us leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps who did no sin neither was gal found in his mouth who when he was reviled reviled not again when he suffered he threatened not but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed for ye were as sheep going astray but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls okay so now peter referred to that situation that condition of sin that condition of missing a mark as what as going astray he referred to it as going astray going astray would be that same um, situation of being separated from god as a result of sin okay so we were going astray by our sins but in salvation in salvation in christ jesus we were returned to the shepherd okay we were returned we were returned from that situation of going astray okay so a restoration of that relationship between man and god which was broken by sin that's what he means by ye were returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls that's first peter chapter 2 verse 25 okay so there is a restoration of that relationship in christ okay due to as as a consequence of the sufferings of christ on the cross that relationship between man and god was restored man is now reconciled to god okay through that rescuing that salvation that um, rescuing act of jesus man is reconciled to god so we can say that the glory of god that the glory of god that was restored in man is now man's relationship with god so man is no longer a man that has believed the gospel is no longer referred to as fallen short of glory 
that man is now what that man now has that man is now a reflection of the glory of god the glory of god is um is is evident in that man okay so that man now has a relationship with god that man is in a relationship with god okay that distance that separation has been taken away okay so now there is a rescue from danger of sin that is happening when we believe the gospel that's why we took time last week to look at that word sozo what it meant in different situations in the scriptures so when the bible says that he shall save his people from their sins okay what the bible is saying is that he shall save the people from the danger that their sin poses and what is that danger the danger that their sin poses is what that um that danger is that they be separated from god so that is what he saves his people from okay that is what he saves his people from so what jesus did is that he restored us to that wholeness he referred to sin as in matthew chapter 9 as sick okay so what he did is what he played the role of the physician of the doctor who healed the sick who restored man unto wholeness who has restored the now believers unto wholeness okay if we look at colossians chapter 2 verse 8 to 10 it says beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after christ for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the godhead bodily and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality so being complete in him means you've been restored to wholeness you've been restored to wholeness you're no longer missing a mark you're no longer falling short of glory you are restored unto wholeness okay ye are complete in him so in christ you are complete okay so once a man believes the gospel this becomes his reality okay it is important that the saved the believer knows that the security of his rescue is found with the savior that is the sota with that s-o-t-e-r in the greek okay the 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 security of his rescue okay the strength of his rescue is found with the savior the savior not him that was saved okay so jesus bears the jesus himself who was god in the flesh bears the full responsibility for the saved salvation okay the saved person's salvation for the believer's salvation who bears the responsibility not the believer but jesus himself okay so our guarantee is that it is in christ that is the only thing that guarantees our salvation it is in christ so it's only going to fail it's only going to fail if christ is weak if jesus is weak if jesus fails but we know that he is not he's not weak we know that he does not fail so it is all his work there is no partnership in this man does not contribute anything to keep himself saved nothing okay nothing okay if we look at ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 verse 9 he says that a man is saved by grace through faith saved by grace through faith so all man does is put his faith in the work of redemption that jesus had already done okay he says saved by grace now the grace means what that it is freely given it is freely given 
okay it is freely given last uh, last episode i told us that salvation is out of what god's benevolence god's benevolence out of his love out of his generosity okay so it is an offer god that god has made to man now men can assess this gift only by faith you can only access, access this gift of salvation by faith so whatever is given has to be received it's just the simple principle of, of of life for something to benefit you for a gift to benefit you you ought to receive the gift and how this gift of salvation is received is by faith in the gospel of our lord jesus christ that he died for your sins he was buried and he rose again okay and the way man man receives this gift is what by putting his faith in that good news in that gospel in that work that god did to make that gift available and what was the work he did he came as man died lived among men died as man was buried as man and then rose again from the dead that was the work of salvation the work he did to make that gift of salvation from sins available to man okay john chapter 3 from verse 14 to 19 you know god gave his son to and for the whole world the sacrifice of jesus was what for all men the sacrifice is for all men it was for all men and it still is for all men but for man for any man to benefit from that the man ought to believe so the distinction between the condemned and the not condemned is a distinction found within the will of man within the choices that men are making so if a man chooses a man a man can choose to receive or reject these gifts either through faith or through unbelief okay either through faith or through unbelief okay in mark chapter 16 verse 15 to 16 he says go ye therefore and preach the gospel to all creature that they that believe shall be saved they that believe shall be saved and the ones that do not believe shall be condemned or are condemned already so it is a matter of choosing to receive or reject the gift of salvation okay in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 the same thing the same thing paul paul used the word that he himself received the gospel that he preached to them so salvation ought to be received through faith in the gospel okay in previous episodes we've looked at we've explained what the gospel is his death for sins his burial and his resurrection okay in romans chapter 10 verse 9 the same thing how to receive this gift of salvation okay now the question would be the question would be is there an assurance of eternal salvation for one who has believed the gospel is there an assurance okay also i forgot to mention first corinthians chapter 1 verse 18 verse 21 referred to the gospel as what the power of god the power of god refers to the gospel as the power of god the gospel being the good news of jesus christ is the power of god unto salvation that is how god saves man from what the danger that their sin poses the gospel okay so is there an assurance of eternal salvation is it forever does it expire okay if we look at 
John chapter 3 from verse 14 down to verse 18 we could see that the only condition was what was faith so one thing we can get from this is that you cannot keep yourself saved by your conduct it is first of all your faith it is first of all your faith you receive the gift of salvation okay you receive the gift of salvation by faith so the only condition is what faith john chapter 5 verse 24 if we look at <coughs> sorry if we look at john chapter 5 verse um, john chapter 5 verse 24 john 5 24 okay john chapter 5 verse 24 he says, Jesus was saying, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. He is passed from death unto life. So the only condition is what? To believe. The only condition is to believe. Faith in the gospel means that you are passed from what? From death unto life passed from death unto life okay passed from death unto life okay paul will say in romans chapter 8 verse 1 that therefore now there is no condemnation to them which are in christ no condemnation to them which are in christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so being in christ means you are now walking after the spirit of god after the spirit of god okay in that um in the in the text we read earlier in john chapter 5 verse 24 okay it says that um that the, that the person who has believed has everlasting life and is passed from death to life passed from death to life that word passed is the greek word metabino okay it means to depart from somewhere as in it's, just, it's like walking out of a room and shutting the door like you're not going back that's the implication of, that's that's the meaning the true meaning of the word metabino that you you've left a place you can't go back to so the person the person who has believed has passed from what from death to life okay has passed from death to life if we look at john john chapter 10 okay verse 28 he says and i give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hands this is jesus say uh, jesus jesus talking okay verse 29 he says my father which gave them to me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hands so jesus here telling us or showing us that salvation is what is eternal that nothing once that becomes your reality nothing can ever change that nothing can ever change that you can't find your way out of that once you are saved you are saved forever okay the issues of conduct are handled by what spiritual growth by growing spiritually that's how you that's how your conduct will now start aligning with the provisions that are found in god's word but as touching the salvation of man it is 100 percent the work of god the work of god 
In Romans chapter 8, verse 33, Paul was saying, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? He goes ahead to say, It is God that justifies. Okay, so you can't charge them with any crime, you can't charge them with any sin, you can't charge them with missing any mark because God has justified them. Okay, he says, Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. So he says, you can't condemn these people because a payment has been made for their sins. Okay, a payment has been made for their sins. So when you see that word makes intercession for us, it means a work that has, even though the work is done, it has an eternal relevance. Okay, it has an eternal relevance. It has an eternal relevance. Okay? So, and the right hand will mean what? The fullness of authority. The fullness of authority. So, he ha- he's, in, he's in a place where he's making intercession in the sense that his sacrifice is on the cross. Okay? has an eternal relevance for the believer. Okay? Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25, the same thing he says, Wherefore, he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him. Talking about Jesus. Now he's able to save them till the end. Till the like he's able to save them eternally, forever. Okay? Eternally, he's able to save them forever. Okay? Wherefore he's able he's able to save them to the uttermost that come unto him by God, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them, who needeth not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice, first for his own sin and then for other people's. For this he did once when he offered up himself. So his sacrifice was done once and for all. Once and for all. Okay? So him that in his death, he took care of he took care of sin. He took care of sin. In his death, burial, and resurrection, he took care of sin. Okay? So, and this eventually, this um, this intercession, when the book of Hebrews says he makes intercession for them, the book of Romans says he makes intercession for, for, for them that believe, it actually takes care of any form of eventuality. So, it takes care of the sins of the past, the sins of the present, and any form of eventuality of sin in the future. In the future. So sin has been taken care of for the believer. Okay? And his resurrection is proof that he has taken care of sin. His intercession takes care of any form, the ones that has happened, the ones that are happening, the ones that will still happen. And that assure, the assurance we have is that what that he is alive. The person that has saved us is alive. The person that has saved the believer is alive. So our the assurance of our salvation is what is in that he is alive. Okay. First John chapter 2, verse 1 will say. My little children, these things I write unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, John talking about the eventuality of sin, if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation, that's the payment for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. For the sins of the whole world. 
Okay, so John was talking about the eventuality of sin. If any man sin, talking about the one that hasn't been committed yet, but a sin that is yet to be committed. If any man sin, if any man sin, that was the word John used. If any man sins, that we have an advocate. And how do we have this advocate? The work he did on the cross, his death, his burial, and his resurrection has an eternal um, you can say an eternal advocacy role. Okay? So, the assurance of our salvation is in the fact that what? Our sins have been paid for and the one who paid for them is, who paid for them in his death is alive. He is alive. Colossians chapter 3 verse 4, he would say, When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory so in his life we are alive we are alive in him we are alive in him okay um ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 we say that when we believed the gospel we were sealed by the holy spirit of promise we were sealed by his by, by his spirit okay so by virtue of having his spirit we can't face condemnation it means that there is an assurance there is an assurance that this is eternal this is eternal okay first thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 14 he says for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so them also which sleep in jesus will god bring with him those who sleep in jesus will be those who died believing the gospel Okay, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ, that those who died believing the gospel, shall rise first. Then we which are alive. So Paul was here talking about if we are alive at the time of what people would call the rapture that this would be the reality of the believer okay then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so shall we ever be with the lord he says wherefore comfort one another with these words okay so if jesus is alive the ones he has saved the ones he died to save would forever be alive in him it means that they cannot face con condemnation they are saved forever they are saved forever nothing they can do will ever be enough or will ever be able to pluck them out of his hands nothing they can do will ever be enough to change that status of them being saved they are saved eternally this is the assurance of our salvation that the one who saved us is able to keep us and he's able to keep us because he is alive forever and because he lives we live also we are alive in him we are saved in him we are saved in him and this is for everybody on earth this is for everybody you it, it's not something you qualify for it is not something you work for or something you earn 
it is a free gift that you accept through faith that when you believe that jesus died for your sins he was buried and he rose again in that instant your status is changed forever and ever glory to god so this is where we would finish today's episode and i'm hoping um i'm hoping this conversation has been a blessing to you who uh, are listening and if you have any questions or any any contributions or just to say hi you can send us an email on um, goodnewspods at gmail.com that's g-o-o-d-n-e-w-s-p-o-d-z at gmail.com g-o-o-d-n-e-w-s-p-o-d-z at gmail.com i'll be looking forward to read from you and until we talk again god bless you